Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Saturday the 22nd of January. I'm Ellie House. And I'm Laura Cook. Deadly airstrikes mark the latest escalation in the war in Yemen. What we need is to stop this vicious circle in which things get escalating one after the other. And Russian troops practice military drills near the Ukraine border. The Times Daily World Briefing. The streets of Sana'a, Yemen where thousands gathered on Friday following airstrikes which killed at least 60 people, with some reports of more than 70 dead. For seven years, Saudi Arabia has led a coalition of Arab states in a war against the rebel Houthi movement in Yemen with the conflict displacing millions and killing hundreds of thousands. Friday's airstrikes by the Saudi-led coalition on Houthi military targets marked the re-intensification of this conflict after a week of bombing raids. The attacks followed a rare and deadly Houthi assault on Monday in the United Arab Emirates, a Saudi ally. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres has condemned both attacks. Attack on Abu Dhabi is uh, an escalation that is regrettable and, in my opinion, is a a serious mistake, independently of the fact that it is unacceptable. Now, uh, any bombardment uh, that targets civilians or that is not careful enough to uh, protect civilians is, of course, also unacceptable. Uh, What we need is to stop this vicious circle in which things get escalating one after the other. Three children are among the dead following Friday's airstrikes, according to international charity Save the Children, and hospitals are struggling to cope with the injured. The strikes reportedly hit a telecommunications building in the strategic port city of Hodeida, causing a nationwide internet blackout. Dr. Taha al-Mutawakil, health minister for the Houthi-led government in Sana'a, believes this was intentional. He says they want to kill Yemeni people silently so the world doesn't know what's happening to them. We move to the border between Russia and Ukraine. Amid reports of 100,000 Russian troops amassed near Ukraine's edges, footage has emerged of the Russian army performing military drills just 300 kilometres northeast of the border. The Russian Defence Ministry released the footage on Friday as the Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov and the United States Secretary of State Antony Blinken met in Geneva. 
There were reportedly no major breakthroughs at the diplomatic talks, with Blinken later warning of a swift, severe response should Russia invade Ukraine. Nick Wadham, a senior foreign policy reporter at Bloomberg, spoke to Times Radio. One thing that Sergei Lavrov said in the in the meetings with uh, with Secretary Blinken was, you know, he called all of this talk in the U.S. and and elsewhere among allies, uh, quote unquote, hysteria. So again, you have sort of that assessment, and that's also a huge part of our job, sort of sorting through. Um, but again, this all strikes me as being a little bit part of Vladimir Putin's plan. At least that's what U.S. Mm. officials think as well, that uh, they want to keep the U.S. off balance. They're looking for any divisions mm. uh, and trying to sow dissent between the U.S. and allies and try to uh, weaken their ability to respond. With the Winter Olympic Games due to begin in Beijing next month, some commentators fear that Russian President Vladimir Putin will have a perfect opportunity to mount an incursion. Former U.S. ambassador to Azerbaijan, Matthew Breitzer, told Times Radio why. Well, A, there's some kind of perverse symbolism, I guess. It's, it's such a, a way to, to twist the whole idea of the Olympics as, as something of peace that so many countries embrace into, into something that somehow was overshadowed by Russia, perhaps. Uh, or probably more likely, I think it just is, is the case that President Putin believes the rest of the world will be distracted and will be at home enjoying the opening ceremonies. And that provides uh, cover, at least in the media, to do something uh, nefarious in Ukraine. Russia last invaded Georgia during the 2008 Olympics and Ukraine during the 2014 Sochi Winter Games. But US and Russian diplomats have agreed to keep talking, renewing efforts to resolve the Ukraine crisis. On the way, a tragic explosion in Ghana and a celebrity couple welcome their new baby after a successful surrogacy process. The Times Daily World Briefing. We move to the world of finance, where experts are concerned about a contagion of losses and decline. The global stock market has recorded its worst week in over a year, as investors raced to sell tech stocks following heavy losses in Netflix shares. The American tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite Index slid 7.6% this week, its biggest fall since the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic. Randy Watts is Senior Portfolio Manager at O'Neill Global Advisors. He warns that the stock market will not immediately recover. But I don't think time-wise we're completely through this correction. I still think it's a process that has to continue and we're likely to then trade sideways and consolidate a bit before heading back up. After Netflix warned that its subscriber growth is expected to slow substantially, the US stock fell 22% on Friday. And this has shaken investor confidence, with analysts fearing wider ramifications beyond the tech market. To Ghana now, where at least 13 people have been killed following a collision near a gold mine. Scores of people were injured in the incident and several hundred houses are believed to have been damaged. As many as 380 residents have been left without shelter as rescue workers continue to search the rubble for survivors. <laughs> Daniel Adu Gayamfi is a student at a nearby mining college. He came to volunteer with the response team and told reporters what he saw. Yesterday when it happened, um, some of us rushed down here and you could see human remains all over the place. So the damage is beyond comparison. I mean, buildings, about 
a kilometer away and vehicles far away could all have uh, their fair share of the damage that was caused here. The explosion was caused by the collision of a motorcycle with a truck that was transporting explosives to a gold mine. Ghanaian President Nana Akufo-Addo has said the military is helping to contain the situation and send rapid relief to residents in need. Police, meanwhile, are asking surrounding villages to open their schools and churches to accommodate casualties. The blast has sent shockwaves through Ghana, a country which depends on gold as one of its leading export products. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With news of a burglary that sparked concerns over footballers' security, here's Kane Reeves. English Premier League club Manchester United say they'll explore how to protect their players' families after Swedish international Victor Lindelof had his home targeted by burglars. The incident happened on Wednesday evening during Manchester United's 3-1 win at Brentford. Lindelof's wife wrote on social media that she locked herself in a room with the couple's children while the intruders were inside. Nobody was hurt in the incident, but it has raised questions about the protection of players' families. In December, Manchester City's Portuguese defender João Cancelo was injured while fighting off intruders at his property. Manchester United's interim manager, Ralph Raniak, says he's discussed the incident with Lindelof and both have agreed that it will be best for him to take time off over the weekend. He'll now sit out their game against West Ham United. During his press conference, the German coach urged anyone with information to contact the police. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. They're one of Hollywood's most beloved couples, and now Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas are welcoming a new addition to their family. On Friday, the former Miss World announced the birth of a daughter via surrogate. They are yet to reveal the name of the child and have requested privacy in a statement which broke the news on Instagram. The baby was born 12 weeks early at a Southern California hospital and will reportedly remain there until her health is stable. The birth came as a surprise to fans who were unaware of the couple's plans to expand their family. And finally, in England, rescuers took unusual measures to solve a meaty problem. Yes, a rescue operation of volunteers, police and the Coast Guard resorted to barbecued sausages hanging from drones to lure a dog away from dangerous mudflats. Millie the Jack Russell had been missing for two days in Portsmouth before she was spotted on the wetlands. After several failed attempts to reach her, the team turned to Millie's favourite food to coax her to safety. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Saturday the 22nd of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.